Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee and Chit Chat with Kim. How is everybody doing today? It is November 29th, and it is cold. It is 37 degrees outside right now, um, but still, I have a short sleeve shirt on because I'm crazy, <laughs> but um, expected to stay a little bit on the chilly side today, so I'm okay with that. Um, so let's see what's going on today. Today's episode is going to be about the time of year that some people really get stressed out about, and I know that I'm one of those people, only because I like to create um, happiness, for a lack of a better word, I guess. I just like to create, I guess, special moments around the holidays. And um, growing up, we didn't really have a lot, but uh, with extended family and everything, we did okay on the holiday. Uh, as we grew up and, you know, certain people weren't around anymore and the holidays changed. So it was, it was my mission when I had my daughter to always, no matter how old she was, was to create a special moment around the holidays. And I might not have a lot of money and we not, we might not have the most extravagant holidays and get all the wonderful, most expensive, latest things, but we have each other and we're happy. And you know what? That's all that matters, right? But on the flip side, let's be honest. Who doesn't like getting a gift, right? If you tell me that you don't like receiving a gift, you're lying. You're just lying. Because especially if it's something meaningful, right? Or handmade, homemade. Gifts like that to me mean so much more because I know the thought was behind it, the care was behind it, the time that it took to make that was behind it. And and that just means so much more to me than somebody going out to a store, picking something at random, wrapping it up and giving it to me. And it has no meaning to me whatsoever because that person didn't really know me, didn't really take the time to think about it, you know, whatever the case may be. I personally just find that um, handmade gifts are really awesome, you know, or just that special gift that, you know, when somebody gets you a gift and you open it and you automatically just start like hysterical laughing to the point where tears come out of your eyes or or you start crying because it's that meaningful to you and everybody else around you is kind of like looking at you like, what the heck is going on right now? Those are the gifts that mean something because that person who gave it to you was thinking about you when they sought out for this gift. Maybe they can't make something themselves, but they give you something that means something. And and that's that's what I'm getting at, I guess, is the meaning of gift giving. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about handmade holidays, right? What's a couple of different things? We're going to go over some ideas, some things that you can do um, for that person in your life that you are going to give a gift on the holidays and maybe you don't have a lot of money or 
Maybe you don't buy into consumerism, um, which is awesome. So we're we're going to talk about that today, along with um, some other things. You know, getting ready for the holidays and whatnot. But before we do, let's chit chat. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now. Um, but first, I am going to do a card pull of my Oracle deck, and I was inspired this morning because we haven't done a card pull in a, in a little while, right? But I was inspired this morning by my good friend Grace, who listens. Hello, Grace. Um, and Grace practices with tarot cards. And I myself personally never felt drawn to the tarot. I've never felt drawn to any particular tarot deck. And I do believe that the deck calls to you. Um, I don't think that that's just a purchase that you make willy-nilly. You know, this is something that's a tool, that's a guide for spiritual practitioners, witches, anybody in that realm. Um, so I really feel like like this deck that I have, I got at a local crystal shop here in the village where I live. and. I had no intention on going in there and buying an Oracle deck at all. I was in there actually with my daughter and she was shopping around and I just kept looking over at the shelf and looking at it. And I was like, no, I'm, it was like $28. And I was like, I don't really need to spend that on a deck of cards today. And I, you know, continued browsing around or whatever. And then, um, I just kept looking at them and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I picked it up and I started to read it, the back of it. And um, it is the Hedge Witch Botanical Oracle. Um, and it says on the back, wisdom from the boundary lands. Let the spirits of the plants be your allies and friends. This gracefully illustrated deck will support you with insights gleaned from traditional herb lore providing guidance and perspective from the thin places between one world and another. Designed to awaken your natural intuition, this collection of 48 elegant botanical cards from the creator of the Lindstrider Tarot draws inspiration from healers and helpers who work in the mysterious realms of wilderness and spirit. So naturally, I was drawn to this deck, right? Because of my practice, because of who I am in life, because of my my obsession with the garden and, and farming and self-sustainability and foraging and herbal medicine. And just, it kind of just all clicked, right? It all felt right. So I said, you know what? I can't put this back on the shelf because it just felt like I had to bring them home. And I can tell you that I've had this for, I think, I'm going to say, I think about two years now, I think I bought these about two years ago. And um, every time I pull a card or utilize this deck, it has never, ever let me down and um, has brought me a lot of insight, a lot of things that maybe I wouldn't have stopped to see in my everyday life, but pulling the card forced me to stop and see it and maybe change direction. And I've done that. Um, so we're going to do a card pull today and we're going to see what we get because, uh, 
Life is crazy right now, and we'll get into all of that. But first, let's start our morning off correctly, right? Let's see what our guides and um, spirit world has to say to us this morning. So if you've never done an oracle card pull, it's really not hard. The oracle deck is kind of more, um, I guess you would say generalized deck, not as specific as a tarot deck would be. So let's, let's see what it says. First thing I do is I take my deck and I'm going to pass it through my incense to cleanse my deck. Okay, I'm going to take my deck, I'm going to hold it in my hands, let the energy pass between it and myself, state my intentions. All right, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to shuffle this deck. Now, while you're shuffling, if any of the cards jump out at you, land sideways, flip up, turn over, fall out, fly across the room, something like that, more than likely that's probably your card. Somebody kind of just throwing it at you, like, here, read this one. If you don't get that kind of sign, it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're not getting anything today. Just keep shuffling until you feel in your heart in your soul, that you're ready to stop and pick your card. All right, so we got this card. Let's see what it is. Tenacity. Well, this... <laughs> oh, boy. I think on this podcast, this is probably the second time I've gotten this card. So let's go in and we're going to use our field guide, which comes along with our deck. And it just explains and goes over all the things of our card. So I'm going to read to you verbatim what it says about our card today, tenacity. Tenacity is associated with burdock. So you, <laughs> you can guess what this must say. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Okay, here we go. This is exactly what it says in the field guide, okay? This large-leafed plant is native to the temperate regions of the world, but is now naturalized almost everywhere. The purple flowers are grouped in clusters and appear in midsummer. The flowers occur on the tips of prickly ball structures that might remind you of thistles. The burrs of the flower are sharp and often stick to clothing and animal fur which is part of the reason the oracle property associated with this plant is tenacity. The roots of this plant are highly edible and often eaten, especially in Asia. The roots and stems of young plants can be prepared for eating by first scrubbing and peeling them to remove the bitter exterior. Then boil for 20 minutes or until tender, season and enjoy. Immature flower stalks may also be harvested in late spring. The taste resembles that of an artichoke. The leaves of greater burdock provide food for caterpillars and other insects. Dried burdock root is used in folk medicine and as a component in bath and beauty products. The seeds and leaves are employed in traditional Chinese medicine, particularly for skin conditions and in cough and cold remedies. This tall plant has deep roots that range from brownish green to nearly black. The large, wavy, heart-shaped leaves are green on the top and whitish on the bottom, making identification easy. 
Tenacity is the oracle property associated with burdock because both of the burrs, uh, which cling stubbornly to anything they can, and because this plant often thrives in the most difficult terrain, some situations require acceptance and letting go. But there are also times when you have to keep holding on, when persistence, determination, and perseverance are the qualities that will eventually bring the greatest reward. Your journey will not always be easy. Sometimes you may feel overwhelmed, underappreciated, and unseen. Take these difficult moments one step at a time. Cling to the things you know to be true and valuable, and eventually you will prosper. Now, remember when I told you in the beginning of all of this that I was pulling a card because I was inspired by my good friend, Grace? Well, Grace, if you're listening, I hope you heard that. And I'll text you about it later. Um, sometimes when you pull a card, it might not always be for you. It might be for the person that you're thinking about. In this case, the inspiration for today's card pull was Grace. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that. And if she's listening, she understands. All right. So that's that. What else is going on? Well, <laughs> so much, you guys, so much. I have started my Etsy shop. My first product is being photographed and will be placed in the shop today. Um, it is a chapped skin balm. That is made with mullein, frankincense, coconut oil, and St. John's wort, and some beeswax. And um, it's delightful, I must say. That will be in the shop today. We're also going to get some cough drops made today. I already made some elderberry syrup. I've got the fire cider still fermenting. That should be done in um a few weeks two weeks i think and uh what else we got going on we got some cleaner that is sitting with um orange peels and white vinegar and where do we get the orange peels from well this year we got ourselves a little tabletop fresh um christmas tree we call it our yule tree um we named him his name is phineas because everybody deserves a name, right? Phineas the Yule Tree. Well, to decorate Phineas, we dried out some orange slices um, because I like the look of the natural decorations and we're gonna add some cinnamon sticks and berries and pine needles and all kinds of stuff and make beautiful um, ornaments and put those on Phineas later. But with the scraps of the oranges, I didn't want to throw them away because they're useful. So I put them in a jar and filled that jar with some distilled white vinegar. We're going to let that sit for about six weeks. And then that will be some cleaner that we can use. Uh, I might go back later and add some lemon peel to that and maybe some pine from outside and make a really lovely smelling cleaner. Um. So yeah, so homemade handmade things are on the go for today we have a lot of things to do i also have some mini brooms that i'm going to be making into um home cleaning 
uh, like spell brooms, and those will be on my Etsy shop too. Uh, if you haven't already visited my Etsy shop, it is Crone Energy. That's C R O N E Energy. Um, go and take a look. There's nothing on there right now, but favor my shop, if you will. And, um, you know, you'll know about everything that comes out when it comes out. And I'm excited, you guys. This, this is an exciting journey. And I decided to go full force with this journey because, well, because of a lot of things. Because I'm out there in the world trying to function as a 41-year-old uh, female that is autistic and has ADHD. And I've, you know, come upon that later in life. And there's a lot of things to unravel that comes with that and a lot of things to figure out. And it kind of changes you to see the world in a different way. And once you see the world in a different way, you can't go back to how you saw it before. And it just, it's become very difficult for me to work in, in certain places because of a lot of things. And when you're going through something and you're met with an employer who just is the most ridiculous of people. Um, let me not go any further into the detail on that, but just a ridiculous person. No business sense whatsoever. Um, shady practice, like not, not a good situation. And I always seem to keep running into these problems. And I actually was, um, reprimanded by this person yesterday in a very unsafe feeling kind of way. And I'm um, basically told that um, I need to just keep my mouth shut and just work. Um, you know, like I said, not going to get into it too much, but definitely not the place to be. And I just feel like every time I go into something and I try to do something, I'm getting kicked back and because this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not my path. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I have not come all of this way in self-realization to just go back to being what I used to be. And I think that my, my guides and my deities are just like, no, Kim, this is not for you. Go, go back to where you're supposed to be. And where I'm supposed to be is crone energy and i'm supposed to be putting my stuff out there and sharing my knowledge and my passion and my love with all of you and become a small business uh, creator and you know that kind of just leads into our topic for today of handmade holidays and supporting small business creators small creators etsy is a really good place to do that and there's you know things like shopify and, uh, and other places to go and support the small creators and so we're going to talk about all that today we're going to talk about some things that we can make with our own hands for the holidays because inflation sucks and consumerism is ridiculous so go get your potion of choice I'm going to go ahead and top mine off today. Oh, I told you. Remember I told you in the last episode that by the next one, a.k.a. this one, we would be doing the Irish cream. Well, I'm almost done with the Irish cream bottle. So stay tuned for next week to see what I buy in the store this weekend. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Okay, anyway, go ahead and top off your potion of choice. I'm going to go and do that myself and come on back. Listen to the ad. No, really, seriously. It's the holidays, you guys. Please listen to the ad. And then come on back and we're going to talk about what we can make with our own hands for the holidays.
All right, everybody, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Um, so let's get into today's topic, right? You've heard me blabber long enough about the stuff that doesn't have to do with anything. So let's talk about something. So it is November 29th, right? That is the holiday season. It's right after Thanksgiving. So now everybody is, um, you know, on that one day, they're so thankful for family and this and that. But then the next day they go out and, you know, just buy into all of this crap that is things like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, and then you see the deals and you're like, hmm is that really a sale? Like, is it really worth it? Why? Because inflation, you guys, because it's so expensive to do anything anymore. Just grocery shopping sucks, you know, filling up your gas tank. I can't even imagine what it must be like for people with multiple children around the holidays. I feel for you. I really do. And you know, I've been there. I've been there in my life where my daughter was, you know, younger and holidays were stressful and and sometimes very hard to not disappoint my child. And as a mother, as a single mother, you know, you, you do what you have to do. You put in the overtime, you pick up side hustles, you do what you have to do to make the extra money, right? To go to the store and buy the things on the Christmas list of your child. And that is, it's sad in a way, because as adults, we're the ones who, who are feeling like if we can't give them everything they want, my child's not going to love me. So we fill their stockings and, and, you know, put piles and piles of gifts underneath the tree for them. And it is nice. It is nice to be able to give your child things and see their faces light up when they unwrap the gift that they've been wanting all year. And I get it, but I know it's also very stressful. Um, and like I said, especially for people with multiple children, um, especially this year, with the cost of everything being ridiculously high and um, just a lot of chaos, right? So I, I see you guys. I see your parents out there. And um, I just wanted to say, man, I admire you. I admire the people who are able to keep up this big Christmas morning thing for their kids and and able to give their kids everything that they want. And, you know, it's it's tough to do now as a parent. It's tough to raise a child right now at all. But, um, yeah. So for people like me who don't have any small children in their life right now, um, I like to give gifts to just a few select people. You know, my family members and a few close friends. I don't... Um, really have a lot of family. Uh, so my gift giving has shrunk considerably. But in the recent years, I've dove into more of handmade, homemade items um, to give away because to me, 
that's my specialty. That's what I thrive in. I thrive in handmade goods. I have a very creative soul and I like to share that with people. I like to share my passion and um, I would rather take that person that I'm making this gift for and consider who they are and their passions and their likes and their wants and their needs and tailor a gift made just for them that they can't go into a store and find anywhere because I made it just for them. So I like doing things like that. And to me, those gifts are more meaningful than anything. And so I wanted to come on here today and share with you a couple of ideas that I've had over the years um, uh, for gifts. And this could be for anybody in your life. You know, this could be for like coworkers, friends, sister, brother, mother, uncle, father, it doesn't matter. And if that person that is receiving the gift from you is truly an important person in your life and a genuine person in your life, they are going to absolutely appreciate, adore, and love the gift that you made just for them. And around this time, you know, when, when finances are rough, handmade, homemade just makes the holidays a little bit easier, you know, to tolerate. And, and it, it makes it more special. So let's get on with a few ideas that I've had. And you guys... I don't know if you're aware of this great little app. It's called Pinterest. <laughs> um, you guys, if you don't know about Pinterest, if you've never been on Pinterest, please go right now to download that app on your phone and start looking. You can find anything and everything, any idea, anything on Pinterest. My entire life has been planned out on Pinterest for years. Uh, <laughs> but... Honestly, I get a lot of ideas. I make Pinterest posts as well. It's a great app for reference. So you can go on Pinterest and you can type in handmade holiday gifts. And like tons and tons and tons and tons of different ideas will pop up. And, you know, just scroll through and find the ones that speak to you. Don't make it complicated. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, you don't have to be the greatest artist. You don't have to be, you know, this, this great engineer to make something homemade or a scientist to put a recipe together. As long as it's made with love and from your heart, it's special. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. So the first one that um, you can do is a stove potpourri. So what's that? It's a simmer pot kit, right? So around this time of year, I like to make what's called a simmer pot. And simmer pots make my house smell like the holidays. It also serves as another purpose because of who I am and what I practice as a witch. I use what I put into that simmer pot and I use that liquid after making the house smell good all day and I use it to bless and cleanse my house, wash my windows, wash my doors, um, things like that. And um, so, you know, that's kind of like a two for one special for me. So if you have anybody in your life that is a witchy or just loves 
things that smell great and really doesn't want to deal with um, any toxic chemicals or anything like that being put into their air. I know sometimes people have a thing with air fresheners. They're against it. So this is a great alternative. And you can put anything in there. What's going to smell good and what's the most popular? Most popular things that I put in a stove potpourri, and especially around this time of year, would be things like oranges, cranberries, lemons, clove, cinnamon sticks. Like you just take all of them, you put them in a like a plastic bag, a gift bag, a, a big jar, something, you know, something, whatever container you want it to be. Just tie a bow around it, wrap it, do whatever. And that's a great gift. You know, you're like here and it's beautiful and they can use it whenever they want. Right. So that's one thing. Another thing you can make, especially if you live in a cold climate and you know people who have a lot of fireplaces um, or these can be used to make bonfires too. Okay. So these are wax fire starters. So what you can do is if you have a muffin pan at home, take your muffin pan out and take some like cupcake liners, put them in the pan, and then you're going to mix up some wax, whether it be beeswax, soy wax, coconut wax, that's up to you, personal preference, right? So you get some wax and you can mix that with some essential oil if you want to. But I like to keep the wax, just the wax, because this is going to burn in a fire. So I don't really want to add a lot of different oils to it. What I do add to it is a pine cone. I put the cupcake liner in the pan. Then I'll put a pine cone in there. And I'll pour the wax over the pine cone. So it's like melted into the fire starter, right? So it's a pine cone. And then I'll add a cinnamon stick or I'll add some star anise or clove or other dried herbs. Um, but just remember when you're making this that it is going into starting a fire. So you wanna be careful what you put into it because whatever you put into it is going to burn off. So just remember that, okay? So, you know, you let those sit and then pop them out and you can put them as like a box gift set or put a couple in a bag or sell them individually, stocking stuffers. You know, something like that for something for somebody who has a fireplace and loves the warm, cozy nights. It's a nice gift. Um, so if you also just want to let you know, I light the pine cone. And because it's so dry, it'll take off and that usually works. But if you don't want to put pine cone in there, you have you can put a candle wick in there and then they'll start the fire by lighting the candle wick and then in the fire everything will take off and so on and so forth but go on pinterest and look it up for yourself um another great thing to make are candles uh, i don't know not one person that doesn't like a candle i love candles i make candles those will also just letting you know be on my etsy shop hint hint um anyway make candles by using your wax of choice again soy coconut beeswax, whatever, um, you melt your wax down and then you add your fragrance. You can add color by using mica powder. Um, you can also add things to your candles. Like on the top, you'll see people sometimes add other wax pieces on top or a crystal or something like that to make it pretty. 
there's so many possibilities with handmade candles that would definitely be something to look into. And it's always a great gift. I mean, I love candles. If somebody came to me and was like, here, have a candle, I'd be like, you are not my best friend. Thank you. So a really great gift idea. Another thing to think about is baked goods. Again, who doesn't like a cookie? If you don't, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry. But things like um, a cookie tin or uh, maybe a loaf of bread. Maybe you're a really good bread artisan, right? Like sourdough. Yo, if someone came to me and gave me a loaf of handmade sourdough bread, that would be amazing. Amazing. It's a real art to make a beautiful loaf of sourdough bread. You know, or a different pastries or a cake or a pie or something. Baked goods show effort, time, talent, love. You know, it's a great, and then just the simplest wrap around it, and you got yourself a wonderful gift for somebody. Um, the other thing that I found on Pinterest that I really love this idea, and I'm probably going to do it either this year or next year, is the Sharpie plate. So you can go into somewhere like the Dollar Tree and get yourself just a plain white plate and get yourself a Sharpie, and you can write whatever you want on that plate if you want to write a recipe or a letter or make pictures with the sharpie or whatever you could write whatever you want on the plate and then you take the plate and you put it in the oven and it kind of just sets the ink into the plate of the sharpie that's a beautiful gift and it was like what maybe two dollars for the plate and the sharpie but you can make a beautiful item and you don't have to be the greatest artist like um Maybe somebody you know just moved into a new house. A Sharpie plate's a great idea. Take the plate, write on there uh, maybe one of your recipes that you have. You know, make it look nice on the plate and then give it to them as part of their, uh, you know, housewarming gift or congratulations on your new home or whatever you want to call it. That's a great idea and it's cheap to make, but you can make it whatever you want, right? Another great thing to give is tea blends. If you're a bit of the witchy and you have your hands in your herbs, this is a great time to give away those tea blends that you've been thinking about all year, that you've been making all year. Um, I love different tea blends and tea blends can be customized for that person and what they need, right? So if you know somebody who, hmm, I'm going to give an example of women around my age are experiencing menopausal type things right now. So for me, if I was going to gift one of my female friends a tea blend, and I knew that they were struggling with that time of life, um, I would put together a tea blend specific for that, right? Like with some red clover and raspberry leaf and some rose hip and stuff like that. Um, so tea blends is a, a great way to give a very special gift that is not only thoughtful, but tailored to that person. Um, also, if you have the talent of crocheting and knitting, which I don't, I wish I did, um, knitted items, scarves, hats, gloves, blankets, things like that, 
gold. Solid gold, in my opinion. Um, if I could knit, everybody would get a scarf. I swear. Everybody I knew in the world would have a scarf if I could knit. But I don't know how. Um, I, I can watch a video, but I'm not that kind of learner. I have to have somebody do it right in front of me and watch every single movement of their hand so I can copy it. That's how I learn. Um, and I do plan on learning someday. Uh, maybe soon. Oops. The other thing that I love to do is make homemade extracts. You guys, vanilla extract, that's a nice gift to get because if you get really nice quality vanilla beans and a high proof alcohol, and you just have a little bit of time, that's a great gift because finding high quality vanilla, real vanilla extract can be very expensive. And if you are the person who's gifting that away to say the baker in your life, they are really going to appreciate that. Really, really appreciate that. And there's different ways you can make different extracts again, that's a Pinterest opportunity. Get on there and check it out. Also with extracts comes tinctures. Um, I believe very much in holistic medicine and I use tinctures a lot. Um, and it, that is something that you can, again, tailor for that specific person. Or you can set up like a little gift set of different types of tinctures or, you know, give one big bottle of... Um, what can I think of right off of my hand? I don't know. Like a pine tincture right now. That would be great. A conifers tincture. That would be something to think about right around this time of year. Um, the other thing that we can do are things like bath bombs, bath salts, soap. I am in the world of soap making and bath bombs and bath salts. So that is definitely probably more than likely going to be part of my gift baskets this year. Um, and that's just a way of, you know, reminding people, Hey, self-care is important because I love you and I need you to love you. Um, so that's a, a great gift for that person who's just stressed out beyond belief in your life. Right. Let's get them some bath salts so that they can relax and forget about things for a little while. Not a bad idea. Also, all my cricket people, all of my people who are those great cricket users. I tried, I sucked. I'm going to be honest. Just again, the learning process, it wasn't um, tailored for me. And I just... Too many steps, a little too overwhelming for me because that's just me. But I know a lot of people out there um, who use that Cricut machine like, like they are the boss. So if that's you, you have so many gift opportunities out there. So many, like shirts, cups, all kinds of things, you know. Um, and then one of the other things that I really wanted to start getting into is pottery. And I have been obsessed with pottery probably my entire life. I used to love to go to um, 
like garage sales and stuff like that. And if I saw like a piece of pottery, especially if it looked handmade, I'd snatch that up so fast. And more more times than not, it was probably their kids like art project. But I just found it so unique because I knew nobody else is going to have that, just me. And I like that. So if I can create pottery, I don't think that I would ever make the same one twice just because that's how I feel that, you know, real, the real art, the real passion is going to be different every time because of the vibe of that day, you know? So I would really love to get into pottery. Um, eventually when I have my, my property with my yurt and my workspace, I would like to invest in a kiln. Um, and that could be a really awesome thing. It really could. But they do make the the clay that is self-drying and you don't need a kiln and stuff like that. So start off like that. Or you can always go and buy like a terracotta pot and then go crazy on it with painting and decorating and all kinds of things. You know, there's always that option too. Or if none of this is something that you think you can do, go and support somebody local or small business, small creators on Etsy. Um, we'll, we'll do it for you. So uh, don't you worry. But I really try to stress to support local during these times because I feel like we have gotten so far away from the true meaning of this time of year. And a lot of people, you know, even though they say it's about family, still has to, you know, get the biggest tree or buy the best gifts or have the best house or make the best meal or it's a competition that is unnecessary. And I encourage you this year to really get back to the roots of who we are as a person, family, our cultures, and um, just be happy. You don't, you don't need all the big things. I promise it's going to be okay if you don't have them. Um, but we don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Yule. Um, so we will be having our day on December 21st. Um, that's usually when we'll exchange at least one of our gifts on December 21st. My partner um, does celebrate Christmas, so we will... Um, continue our festivities on Christmas Day. Um, we are going to be making some homemade goods this year, and we feel like one from from each culture that we are. So far, <laughs> we have um, Linza tarts. Well, let me tell you the cultures that we have in this house. Um, I am Irish and Slavic, uh, more specifically Czech. Uh, my daughter's uh, father was Mexican and Salvadorian. So my daughter has Mexican and Salvadorian plus Irish and Czech. And my partner is German and Italian. So we have quite a, an extensive span here. Um, so far, we're going to do Linza tarts, gingerbread men, hot chocolate, cookies, and um, um, some, I forgot the other couple of things that we were going to do. But it's an ongoing list that we're going to make one cookie from each culture and that's going to be part of our gift giving this year as well. 
So, yeah, it's really about slowing down, realizing what's important, and supporting each other during this time of year, especially in 2022. It's very difficult to just kind of get up and get going some days. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. Let's create a better world, and then everybody will be okay, right? All right, you guys. That's going to do it for me today. Thanks for listening, and good luck to you on your holiday shopping. While you're out there, remember, be kind. I love you. Thank you.